you. I'm yes. Just throw it. Perfect. <laughs> Good job. Thank okay. you. Okay. Hi, welcome to the worst day of my life. My name's Cherish. I'm Megan. Hi, Megan. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Oh, I smell food. Megan, is it my ham? I just brushed my teeth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Megan had to set everything up because I'm tattooing myself at the moment and I don't want to touch anything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so that podcast is called One Degree for Murder, I think. A One Degree for Murder, I think. Okay. And then, um, yeah, because it's like seven degrees to Kevin Bacon. You've never heard of that? It's like this game. No. Yeah, it's this game. Ask Kenny to play oh, it because he'll about it. Yeah, he'll I'm be sure able you. to play it. Um, <clears throat> but it's basically this thing that every famous person is seven degrees from Kevin Bacon. So like, um, Tom Cruise mm-hmm. was in a movie with Nicole Kidman, who was in whatever movie with this person that was in whatever movie with this person whatever movie with this person and by number seven it always can end with kevin bacon weird yeah you've never heard of that no i'm shocked kenny never did that to you because no but um but that ad that i heard it was just like uh one degree from murder or something like that Mm mm-hmm <clears throat> we're talking about how like we all meet a certain number of murderers in our lifetime yeah um or at least like come in very like walk very close to quite a few of them yeah like coming close ish like on a bus or in a yeah, plane or a boat or in a plane people that have killed people um but it reminded me that I work I've worked with two different murderers yeah yeah that's what we're talking about yeah that's so fucking nuts um the first one it was at the old spar mm-hmm. the restaurant that I waited tables at in Olympia and this chick that worked there she was short yeah but like husky mm-hmm. and she had the blackest black 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 hair I mean I'm sure she dyed it but crazy crazy black hair crazy white skin like paper yeah but her whole face is like covered in, in crazy scars like mm-hmm. like gashes all the way across her face scars <clears throat> oh wow um and I know. I don't know. I mean, of course, I'd never asked <laughs> yeah. about it. Well, I figured. But she was friendly enough. You know, she was um, a pretty, seemed like a pretty okay person. Yeah. I didn't ever have any problem working with her or, you know, anything yeah. like that. Um, one day, she doesn't show up for work. Mm-hmm. And we're all like, what the fuck? Um, where's she at? And we're pissed because it was like, you know, she only worked like a couple days a week. And it's like the busiest time. Like when we need people. 
and um, we start calling around, can't figure anything out, and eventually mm -hmm. we are contacted by police and told that um, she and her boyfriend mm -hmm. broke into a house in Centralia yeah. to, I can't remember if, if they were stealing drugs or they were stealing something to get drugs. And the dude came home oh. in the middle of it. Yeah. And they stabbed him to death. Oh, jeez. It was an old man. No. Yeah. Little old man. Not that it's ever, you know. I know. Like, but, uh, I know. like, so defenseless. Right. Um, they stabbed him to death, and then they, um, they went and buried his body somewhere. Mm-hmm. But they found, like, a bloody shovel in her trunk of her car. Mm. And they, like, tested it and everything, and it was that, that dude's Jeez. blood. And, yeah. God. Mm. <sighs> oh, fuck. I just, I always thought it was, like, that, that girl that, um, I didn't meet her in person, but. Well, at least I don't think I, like, ever encountered her, but she went to high school with Savannah, and she was, like, her and her boyfriend had, like, murdered her mom and, like, cut her body into different sections <gasps> and threw different parts of her body away in dumpsters all over the west side of Olympia. What? Yeah. I never heard about that. Oh, God, it's crazy. And then her, f like, father, mm -hmm. her parents were divorced or whatever. But she would spend, like, split time, I think, with, like, the father and, like, basically murdered her mother, did that. Um, her body was, like, in different, like, you know, whatever, various dumpsters and stuff. And then proceeded to, like, live with her dad for a period of time after that incident happened, but mm -hmm. didn't act like anything happened. Um, so I think in his own way was just, like, so also... Horrified? Like, yeah. <sighs> Man, but um, I mean, Savannah, like they weren't friends or anything, but she, you know, knew her from school, and she's always kind of like she's like something that's just kind of like a little bit um off with her. Whether it have been who knows what right. the situation was that would cause him to go there, but um, yeah, God. like definitely not just like a normal, yeah, settled, angsty. Uh, watch this. <laughs> watch this. Okay. Watch me. Oh, wow. Damn. Damn. That's very impressive. Free. So, yeah, just for reference, Cherish is tattooing her leg right now. <laughs> and Hands Free managed to rip a, or pull Take a pull from the weed vape pen. Mm -hmm. Because of my wonderful shorteralls. She's wearing shorteralls and the... Sorry, I yelled that. The, um, my shorteralls. Shorteralls. So, I had an interesting experience with this person whose name's Holly. 
And when I first met Holly, she was at a like outdoor kind of barbecue-ish weird party <laughs> at this very interesting place that I don't know why I was hanging out at like when I was like too old to be hanging out at a place like that. But what do you mean? Well, it was just like this, like it was like a very, like, I feel like it was like a young person event, like where there was like Aww. a barbecue, but it was like, you know, bands were playing that were like, just. I always feel old when bands yeah. are playing. I'm always like, this is loud. Yeah. Well, I just, it was just like, I was there to support people that yeah. I was friends with, but at the same time, like, I just like, I feel so old to be here. I feel like that creepy, like person that hangs out with like the high school students mm -hmm. when they are out of high school. You've always given me that vibe. Yeah. So I was there, and um, but I met this person who I thought was just, like, really interesting. And I had never met her before, seen her before. Or maybe I'd seen her at, like, a, another event. Mm -hmm. But she wasn't, like, a regular person that I saw on a regular basis. And I just really liked her. Like, she was just very, like, had a really dry sense of, like, dark humor. Mm-hmm. And reminded me of that MTV show that I used to watch as a teenager called Daria. Daria. Yeah. She's like a Daria, and I just like thought she was really funny. Oh, cute. Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. But, yeah, I also noticed that she was really pounding, like, the Steel Reserve type, like, malt liquor beverage, like, pretty hard. Ugh. And I think she was, like, she, she was, like, pretty hardcore because she'd been, like, riding the rails and doing oh, all yeah. sorts of stuff mm. and just living this, like, really extreme life. And I do also remember that she had these, like, very thick glasses. Because sometimes, and I don't mean this anything against, like, a person that wears glasses, but I'm always, like, intrigued by, like, how I equate their vision issue <laughs> with how thick the lens is. Yeah. Or can course. be. Uh-huh. Because I'm like, wow. Yeah. Like, this person, because, like, I can see their eye is, like, it's, like, it's, like, looking reverse at a... Uh -huh. And I'm like, wow, like, you know, she's like, she's got some vision issues. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. Blind as a bit. <laughs> yeah. So I was talking to her and I just like, I really appreciate our conversation, but I don't know, you know, like we exchanged names kind of thing. And then yeah. I didn't see her. This was like around summertime and I didn't see her for a while, but one day, um, we liked going tubing down the Deschutes River during summer, and one day, like, somebody suggested that, you know, a group of people go do that, and we end up going to this meetup point that we had never been to, because we always used to just, like, meet up at the main park entrance. Right. And this was more in a neighborhood. It was, like, a neighborhood access point to the river. Okay. And it was, like, a nice, a really nice neighborhood, and the group of people that I was with you know, nice people also, but just kind of look like, um, like, just like everybody's like Scumbags. black yeah. and, you know, just like, I yeah. don't know, like Scumbag. punk rock people. Yeah. And so we like quietly, you know, or at least trying to quietly, like not draw attention to ourselves and like get in the river at this access point. But that person, Holly was there and she had the super thick glasses on. They didn't have anything that would like hold them. No strap. Yeah, no strap. And okay. I'd known this before from experience, knowing people constantly losing, like, sunglasses. So I'm like, these aren't just sunglasses. These are 
obviously you need to see with these things on. You mean when they're going down the river, they lose them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. you like hit rocks and tree branches. For sure, yeah. And shit goes down. It's a wild so, red. Yeah. So you learn sometimes the hard way, like what you're going to lose on the river. So you <sighs> purposefully don't wear flip flops. Right. You wear something that's going to like, like dorky as they are, shoes. but water yeah. shoe. Yeah. And, um, on that particular day, I was wearing these jelly shoes that kind of stayed on my foot in the same way that a water shoe would, but they like water would flow through the little like, jelly shoe crevices. Yeah. And it, it just seemed to be a better, I don't, I liked wearing the jelly shoes. Yeah. Forever. I remember jellies. Yeah. And so we're like there at the launch point and she's trying to get on this like very flimsy, like what you would put your like little kid in is a blow up tube in like a swimming pool mm-hmm. like one of the ones that have like you know what I'm talking about like the beach ball thickness right very strength. flimsy yeah floaty just like a little floaty and I'm yeah. like that's and it's like work sweetie yeah and it's like kind of like pink and just childlike and I was like that is what you brought to tube down the river like everybody else had like the heavy duty like what they they went to like the tire shop and got like the in, you know non impalable. Yeah. Anyhow, she tried to go in this thing and I was like, "That's what you're using." Oh, great! And like she's got the wrong glasses. She's got flip flops. She has every single thing that you should not be going down the river in. And we had this large group of people. And I think you've been down the Sh- to Shoots River to understand that you get separated with people from people at different points. Yeah, like. You try to stay in a group. But some people go faster than others. Yeah. Some, like, some gone. points, some person goes into, like, down, like, kind of in a rapid. So I just watch, like, watching her. And I, I do, I'm not, like, the 100% best swimmer, but I do feel confident enough in some of my swimming ability that I could help her. So I was just kind of trying to keep an eye on her during that time. So she gets away and, or she's, like, ahead of me at some point. And I'm kind of like hanging back and with some other friends talking to them but I start hearing this like ruckus going on and then we get closer and it's like these people who were kind of I'm not gonna say like camped on the side of the river but they were like that was kind of like they were like hanging out on this one particular part of the the outer part outer bank of the river and but they're all yelling like with the other members of our friend group and for and they're like kind of like big beefy jock type potty type people oh okay with like very tan very muscular like very like ooh, you know i don't know yelling at like oh at your friends at the friends oh gotcha yeah and the the friends that they were yelling at in particular were like the most non-confrontational like introvert like not fighter type people like they're like bullying them yes and they like pushed one of my friends down that's not cute and then i saw that they had pushed that girl like holly down she (gasps) lost her glasses and they were like floating away no yeah and she was like scared and she was like couldn't find her glasses and like she kept falling shitty she lost her flip-flops her tube inflate like deflated Um, everything that could go wrong went wrong in that moment and then I also um got kind of heated with this one guy 
One of the jocks? Yes, because I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And he's like, what are you talking about? I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And then I started, like, pushing him. <laughs> and then I, and then he started yelling to other friends that somebody needed to get control of their bitch. And I was like, I'm no one's bitch. I'm oh, single. And I was, like, no. so mad. I punched him in his mouth because he kept... He was, uh, he was, like, trying to, like, provoke me because he was, like, screaming in my face. Yeah. And he kept, like, chest slamming me. He was, like, slamming his chest into my chest. And so I just pulled my arm back and I just cold clocked him right in his mouth. Nice. And then he was, like, holding his mouth and he was, like, what the fuck? His friends had to, like, pull him back because his teeth, everything was, like, bleeding down his face. Um, I love you. But it, it, I did go a little psycho. But well, I really do not like tolerate people doing physical violence. On your friends, like yeah, friends. Like yeah, when you go that. up and you just like stop somebody from doing something. <sighs> anyway, so. But then you know, we finally are able to move forward. Somehow, everything calms down, and but now I'm like with Holly, who doesn't have anything to get down the river so I put her on my tube and then just like kind of held on to the side and just like kick swam you know oh geez yeah but then we kept getting to like really parts of the river where it was like really shallow so we we're like walking across those rocks and you know like after time like your feet start hurting yes. we're like walking barefoot oh that was the other thing I lost my shoes too oh so no. just like walking barefoot like through huge chunks and then we're trying to like walk along the side of the river because we thought maybe if we were like watching on walking on vegetation it would be like softer on our feet but it was like like those crazy like blackberry um sharp oh, pokey wow. things yeah. <laughs> everything just sucked so bad and it was getting dark quick which like also a, was terrifying like a, have you ever had a, like a good day <laughs> um on that river i i think maybe like twice okay I've gone down that river a lot, though. I really like I the river itself. I like that. Yeah. I like kind of like that feeling of like having to navigate through the water and like change course and like. I want to. I've never floated it. You haven't? That's no. What the fuck? You never do anything fun with me. You just do it with your all your other friends. Well, I guess I could say the same for you. I know. But um, yeah, no, that just trips me out. Um. Anyway, okay. So, so she's guess, on your. Yeah. Pushing her on your inner tube. Yeah. And then I think my inner tube was even going flat. Like, everything was going wrong. And the park, if you park your cars inside of it, they lock you in. <gasps> Luckily, like, we didn't park our cars inside of the park, but we had to climb the fence to get to the parking lot. We had to climb, like, this major fence. <laughs> finally, in the end. And we finally, like, it takes hours. I think it was, like, something crazy, like, six hours or something, this Whoa. whole ordeal. So, we, like, left at noon, and then it was, like, pitch black or whatever. It was took so long. That had to be, if it was black and it was summertime, it had to be at least it was so 10, late. Yeah, it was so late. Yeah, not six hours. That's but it was, like, really traumatizing. And then with my, like, there was a point where I had to, like, swim with her on my back. What the fuck? Because the, my tube was, my tube was deflated. Her tube was gone. We didn't have shoes. She couldn't swim. Like, it was just... Why did she go float the river if she can't swim? We don't know. Why did she have that little tiny thing if she can't she swim? She just did not know any better. 
And that's kind of like, she was from out of town too. And like, oh, gotcha. we didn't really yeah. give her, I guess, a good enough heads up. Yeah, maybe like she what was to a, bring. Yeah. Maybe she had no idea. No, she had no idea. Okay. But I just knew how poorly she could swim because I yeah. experienced having to go through, there's deeper parts of the water where I had to like hold her on my back and do the swimming. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. And so anyway, it was just, we, it was like a bonding experience. Like I feel like we yeah, got through that. It was like some major bonding experience. And so I didn't see her on a regular basis. Like we didn't like exchange numbers or anything like that. But then I guess like a few months later, I see on Facebook, like someone sharing like a missing persons poster and it's her. And, um, apparently she had gone with her boyfriend and his friend to like, um, I don't know, I think it was like Hood River, Hood River, Oregon. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were hanging out and he and her got in some kind of argument and he said that he got like so upset that he like walked off from her. But that um, the last thing he remembered was like that she she was like going you know going out and going like swimming in this river and I was like that's a fucking lie yeah because she wouldn't she was like you know did not know how to swim and uh, he's like when I you know whatever like when I went back to check on her she wasn't there anymore <sighs> and then went around like he supposedly he and his friend went around the park and like called for her. Bullshit. And then he just, he was like, I just assumed eventually that, you know, she just hitchhiked with somebody and, you know, he's like, so my friend and I decided to leave <laughs> in the van. But like, if you weren't for certain that your loved one was safe, yeah, in the park that you guys are all at and you can't get anyone to confirm that they're anywhere else, would you just leave? No. Like, after, like, the next following day, just like. Fuck no. Yeah. And then he wouldn't be, con- he wasn't contactable, if that's even a word. But and he, if he, and he, he would know that she couldn't swim. Right. If he was really her boyfriend, you know? Yeah. So, and then they like later found her body, um, like I guess like downstream. Um, and we're able to confirm, you know, but I don't know, like they didn't, cause she was just kind of like. And that's just, like, the fucked up thing that I find with a lot of, like, cases is that, like, she had already been kind of, I think, like, a runaway, like, from earlier years. Like, had just, like, a bad life anyway. And that, like, they don't put that much effort into finding out the truth if no one really cares. Right. You know? If no one's sitting there bugging them. Because they're just like, oh, just another casualty of um living a rough life or yeah another you know especially if she rode she, trains and, and like stuff, been drinking like, and all kinds of stuff you know whatever. it's not like something like that they're gonna really pursue like we need to find dna evidence we need to you know do an autopsy we you know I, well, i'm obviously sure they probably did an autopsy but i don't know like nothing ever came of it like you never heard any details like as to like what happened to her or anything following that but it was just always really weird and suspicious to me and like same with that other kid there was that kid that well not just a kid but a few kids that murdered that poor boy that lived out in um like the area where 
remember where I worked like out on the highway six and like past that there's like those smaller towns like kind of near where you go to like your family's property and stuff yeah yeah yeah. there's there was like this small town where um this kid went missing and I remember like being intrigued by it and like going and looking the the friend was like uh, missing person like my friend hasn't been seen since blah 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 and like posting it on like Facebook well he ended up being like the murderer <gasps> along with like a couple other guys because apparently supposedly the guy that got murdered there's like 14 or something <gasps> had like um, apparently been like trying to date the friend's sister <gasps> and he didn't like that and there was like rumors that he had gotten her pregnant and so he the boy that was the brother and then a couple of his other friends, like, um, took him to, like, another property, lured him by saying, like, hey, like, you know, because they'd been really shitty to him for a while. And they're like, hey, dude, like, we're friends, you know, let's go <sighs> camping. And he's like, okay. And they, like, went to pick him up. And instead, they, like, took him out and just, like, tortured him and, like, anally sodomized him with, like, a broomstick and, like, did all this, like, fucked up shit, like, beat him, like, bashed him in the head with, like, a rock. Oh, my God. And just, like, tortured and, like, bludgeoned him to death slowly for hours and, like, buried him in, like, a shallow grave. But the one friend that was, like... 14 years old. Yeah, and the one friend that was, like, acting as, like, he was the concerned friend that couldn't find his best friend um, was a part of that. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's, like, so The case... Yeah, the case is so fucked up, and when you hear everything that they did to torture this poor kid, um, it was like in Randall. It was like in Randall. Wow. Um, Yeah, it was so crazy. Um, But I followed it for a while, and then like that, like later, the people were like uh, posting comments on his thing, being like, "I haven't," because he was like arrested and stuff, and the post was still up. And they're like, can't believe you did this to our friend. And wow. teen convicted for 2018 murder of Randall Boy files motion to invalidate guilty plea. Gruesome murder. It's so, it was so horrible. Oh, but so his sad. name was Ben Eastman. Aww. And it was really sad. Like his parents were, because for a while he was like missing. Right. You know, it's like my friend hasn't been seen. Like, please be on the lookout for him. And then you find out that it was a really gross, um, it was like rape and murder of 16-year-old Randall. Oh, I guess he was 16. It says, two brothers were charged Monday in the murder of 16-year-old Randall Boy, whose body was found in a shallow grave last week. Jonathan Adamson, 21, and Benito Marquez, 16, were charged in Lewis County Superior Court with first-degree murder, first-degree rape, tampering with physical evidence, and unlawful disposal of remains and the death of Benjamin Eastman. (sighs) Prosecutors decided to charge Marquez as an adult. The judge ordered them held on a $10 million bail. Um, They, but they, it was like premeditated. They like planned to. Yeah, they coaxed him out there. Yeah. Dude, so scary. That's children doing that shit. Yeah. That is so... Over... Because the kid wanted to date his sister? Something, like, something weird they thought, like, um, he... It says, according to investigators, Adamson and Marquez admitted to planning the assault. Eastman, or uh, planning to assault Eastman and lured him into a wooded area under the guise of a camping trip. 
The suspects then proceeded to kick Eastman for 20 to 45 minutes, kicking him at least 100 times and raping him with a stick. The boy's mother, Kendra Adamson, pleaded guilty last week to rendering criminal assistance. What? Oh, the brother's mom? Mm -hmm. She was, like, kind of covering for them. (sighs) Authorities said she delayed delayed the investigation while the boys fled to Eastern... Oh, that was right. (gasps) They fled. Eastern Washington, where they were found arrested by the Washington Washington State Patrol as part of her playground, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, like, it was just, like, this really fucked up thing. But I, like, followed it for a while. Like, I got, like, really, like... Yeah. Um, grossly, like, I had to know, like, what happened. And then it was just, like, the most horrible... So, I was like, this is not that far away. This is just, like, in yeah. Lewis County. Well, there's that other lady that got murdered that worked at that um, shop downtown Olympia. Um, the Renaissance... Not Renaissance. Uh, Radiance. She was a massage therapist. It was that person that was posing as someone trying to sell meat and, like, going around local. You know about that one? No. Yeah, there was... So one of the women that was working at the job that we worked at, the medical place, she had encountered... There There was this person going around trying to abduct women, I think, and, like, rape and murder them, who was posing as this meat door-to-door like meat salesman and like had a truck with like a big freezer in the back of it and was like going around trying to like claim I've had this. someone do that to my door before like go to my door and try to sell me meat for it could have been that same person but that was like the lady at work was like freaking out she was reading the newspaper and she's like this guy came to my door and she's like she had a wrought iron uh screen door yeah. that she could deadbolt and she was just talking to him, like, lucky for her, she was just talking to him through the deadbolted screen door mm-hmm. because, like, the other woman that he had approached, like, he, like, you know, like, pushed his way in um, and, like, abducted her. And then I think he was, like, trying, he may have been trying to abduct people, I'm not sure, like, on the Chehalis Western Trail, but um, people had encountered him. And, uh, but, yeah, she murdered, or he murdered a woman that worked at that Radiance uh, shop downtown Olympia that she was a massage therapist there and it was like really brutal and like gruesome that's why I was just like god this place is scary <laughs> like when I moved here I was like what the fuck is are these people because there was some other woman that went missing I think in Yelm around that time like people were they were like warning people not to go on the Shayla's Western Trail like just walking oh yeah no people get murdered on that trail all the time. Yeah, which just freaks you out. Cause no. She's like, here you are, like, unsuspecting, like, lady jogger with your headphones yep. on, like, jogging along. No, not that trail. Not that trail. Don't jog there. Um, um, do you go ahead and... Press A, end. Well, let's take a teensy, weensy, breaky poo, and then I'll tell you about the other murderer that I worked with. Yes. Must know about all murderers. Pressing stop. Oh, hi. Hi. Um, so the other murderer that I worked with, same restaurant. Mm hmm. This bar in Olympia. Weird, yeah. Lots of murdering employees. Hold on, I'm gonna hit my, um, my overall weed pit. 
I'm not doing a very good job on this tattoo. It's been a really long time, and I thought I could reach this spot well, and I can't. My well, body, you know, YOLO. Me. Yeah, YOLO. It's going to look like shit. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> that makes it even more... That makes better. Yeah. Um. So anyway, same restaurant. Um, I worked with him for years. He was a dishwasher. Mm-hmm. A little odd. Mm-hmm. Interesting guy. Um, he was super into like anime mm-hmm. and like just like Japan in general and oh, things yeah. like that. And but I mean, very very skinny. Mm-hmm. Really um, soft spoken. I mean, just like gentle, friendly, quiet person. Yeah. Um, and we would just smoke cigarettes together sometimes, and he would just like talk about how he wants to speak Japanese and he like studies it all the time. And I was just like, cool, man. Anyway, the last time I saw him was probably like out on the street in front of um, the clipper. Yeah. And, you know, he's talking about not wanting to, like, wash dishes anymore and wanting to do, like, something else with his life. And I was like, well, if you've, if you've learned Japanese, and I was like, have you thought, if, have you thought about, you know, translating or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, yeah, it's a good idea. And I was just, like, thinking about that and whatever. Like, a month later, I see a picture of him in the newspaper being arrested. Yeah. For murder. And I was like, what in the fuck this little Whoa. tiny guy yeah gentle person mm-hmm. so apparently he had um and you know pieces of this were just um told to me yeah and pieces of it were things that i like read in the paper so mm-hmm. who knows what's actually true but this is just what i heard yeah so what I heard was that he was trying to date some chick mm-hmm. and was just like really into her and she was not interested in him and he got really upset about it. Oh. And he was sitting at McCoy's, uh-huh. the bar, yeah, just like brooding uh-huh. and getting like just sitting there drinking and getting upset. And he goes out onto the patio at McCoy's and he's just, he just looks, you know, like he's having a terrible time. Yeah. And this really friendly guy Mm -hmm. walks up to him and says, hey man, are you okay? You know? Mm -hmm. And before he knows it, He's just getting stabbed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Like, repeatedly in the torso. Right. He just turns, he just turns to him, pulls a knife out, and just starts stabbing him. Yeah. So he starts to <sighs> run. Mm-hmm. His name is Casey, the guy getting stabbed. He starts to run into the bar. Okay. The guy I worked with, his name was David. David is chasing 
Casey. Yeah. Into the bar where he's trying to like get away. Mm-hmm. And he gets on top of him and keeps stabbing him. Yeah. And Casey's friends came up and started to grab at David and try to pull him off. Mm-hmm. And he stabbed both of those friends too. Yeah. And by the time um, help got there, yeah, Casey was dead. Uh, the yeah. other two guys were injured mm-hmm. badly, but they survived. But um, uh, Casey was stabbed eight times, I think. Yeah. And he literally, he just like wanted to help that guy. Right. Yeah, that he must have been so sick. He snapped in like such a mm-hmm. creepy, scary way. I never, I mean, you always hear that. But, like, I never in a million years would have thought that that person was capable of any type of violence. Wow. Ever. Yeah. It was, it blew my mind when I saw that. I was like, well, did he, like, poison someone or something? You right. know? Yeah. That seemed, that made more sense in my brain than him stabbing and then chasing and stabbing. Mm-hmm. That's crazy to me. Yeah. But I guess some people just... I mean, who knows what was what else was going on in his brain. Yeah. But obviously something was off, off, off. Right. But it's so sad because I, I did not know Casey. Uh-huh. Um, unfortunately, I did know the murderer. But everything I've ever heard about Casey is mm-hmm. just like he was the sweetest 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 person yeah just an amazing guy right and it fucking sucks he was just wrong place wrong time mm-hmm. it's so sad yeah <sighs> i remember that because i knew a few people that knew him or were friends with him with but Casey? then yeah or, yeah but then also savannah had to she was doing a class at school at the time, and that was, like, part of the assignment was going to those court hearings. What? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. So she was, like, sitting through some of that trial and stuff and, like, so had, like, a diff- that perspective on it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so she'd probably know the details she, better she, than I would. Oh, yeah. She was, for sure. Yeah. I don't know, like, she, because I remember her telling me about it. You know, like, from that angle, you know, like, after the assignment and stuff. But it was just, like, which maybe she wasn't supposed to do, but, like, you're not supposed to, like, share um, facts or whatever. But, um, yeah, it was, like, uh, it was just really so sad. And, like, on the anniversary and stuff and, like, going to that bar and then there would be, like, all these, like, memorials, like, set up and stuff and, like, candles and his pictures and people would just kind of go there and like cry yeah um but yeah it just seemed like um another one of these people that or like just like don't understand why because they're like their whole purpose in life is to just like do good or be kind or you know like give people like the benefit of the doubt and then they end in these like tragic circumstances you know they totally don't deserve right just yeah a random stranger. Mm-hmm. It's like so. The odds of that are nuts. Yeah. But you know, getting stabbed by a random stranger in Olympia, your odds are getting better all the time. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. 
I think it actually looked pretty decent last time I went through. Yeah, actually, I thought that yeah. too. Yeah, I was surprised. Not looking too. Yeah, and they have like new businesses, and yeah, people yeah. seem like they're starting to like go out and do stuff again. But I think my star is fading fast tonight of my awakeness. <laughs> I think I'm like like going into like comatose island. Um, but you can keep talking. I might just be like, I might nod off in a comatose manner. Okay. <laughs> it's really tired. I'm just going to talk about one more. Talk about it. You talk about it. I might curl up in a fetal position. Oh, shit. Hold on. I'm making out. I got to I'm doing this. And then I'm going to go like this. Get comf. I hopefully, hopefully Stanley is like curling up with he's Merm fine. and they're having like a cuddle session. And he's so... not going to start barking and acting a fool. That is really cute. Oh, okay. Um, the only other like murder that came to my mind that was like, I'm more than one degree away from this one. I'm like a few degrees, but it was my, <laughs> yeah. my great great grandmother's murder oh yeah were you telling me that's so crazy yeah yeah tell tell that yeah tell that tell that story okay um my grandma just told me this story i don't know i mean a month ago maybe yeah i i like just heard this and had no idea my grandma's mother will call her Alice. Okay. Um, so Alice is a child. Mm-hmm. She's got like three siblings mm-hmm. and um, her mom and her dad. And her dad uh, works a job where he's gone for quite a few weeks at a time then he comes home for like a few days and then he's gone for quite a few weeks at a time um and this is in god this had to be if this is my great great let's say this is like the late 1800s <laughs> early 1900s okay um so The dad is not comfortable with the mom being home alone with the kids all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and the mom isn't comfortable with it and wants, you know, a little bit of help with the kids and just security, period. Just kind of wants to have a dude around. Mm-hmm. So the dad talks to um, his brother and says, like, hey, man, will you move in with my family Stay, keep them safe while I'm away. Sure. So, over the course of a little while, mm-hmm. mom and brother-in-law mm-hmm. develop a romantic relationship. Mm, yeah. Behind daddy's back. Woo. Um, I mean, that just sounds like a recipe for disaster anyway. Yeah. Like, hey, bro, can you come live, like, take my family and just play the role of... <laughs> Uh, you know. Could you not bone my wife, though? Yeah, but you know, like you should have said that. Yeah, but do all the husband duties. You should have said that. Don't bone my wife. Just yeah. don't bone my wife. Um, 
So, Alice, mm -hmm. this child, her mom is now sneaking around with her uncle. Her dad's gone all the time. Yeah. Um, this one day, her mom is being really extra fun it seems like yeah like they're like they go for ice cream and like they never could afford to go for ice cream you know it's like yeah. something they never ever did and like you know after ice cream she like took them roller skating or you know whatever yeah it's like an extra extra fun day yeah and they're sitting at dinner after their extra fun day and alice is like looking at her mom and her mom is like just looks stressed the fuck out. Yeah. Just like cold, blank stare, kind of shaking. And like, she's letting the kids stay up way later than they're supposed to. Mm -hmm. And she seems like she's like stalling, putting them to bed. Mm -hmm. It's just weird. So then they like, um, finally start going up the stairs to bed. Mm -hmm. It's like this mom and her four children. As they're walking up the stairs, the uncle comes out mm -hmm. of the bedroom, puts a gun to the mom's head. Yeah. Shoots her. Yeah. Shoots himself. Oh, wow. In front of all four of these children. Wow. And Alice, the one that is my grandma's mom, mm -hmm. is like four years old. Mm-hmm. And she's standing right in, right behind her mom. Oh no! Who, whose body like fell, oh, you know, um, yeah. on onto her, like onto yeah. the stairs. Uh, so all the kids just like ran out screaming and like went and yeah. found neighbors or something like that. But like, oh god, how horrifying! Yeah, and you know, my grandma's mom was like really effed up. Like, a lot of her life, like, not only from that, but from, you know, a lot of other things. But she was, like, a major alcoholic and things like that. And I think she was really yeah, um, self-medicating through some intense trauma. But right. she watched her mother get murdered uh, right in front of her. That's so so yeah, that's heartbreaking. Right. I can't even. Ugh. <sighs> Poor sweet baby. Yeah. Oh, God. Like, um, apparently, mm -hmm. the dad was coming home mm -hmm. soon, mm -hmm. and the uncle wanted the mom to end things with the dad. Right. When he came home. It was kind of like, if I can't have you, no one can. Yep. Mentality. I think she wasn't going to do it. Yeah. And yeah. then she got scared. She didn't know what he would do, but I don't think she knew that was going to happen. Oh, God. But she knew something was going to happen. Right. That instinct or sense. Or she was just trying to stay out of the house all day. Yeah. By keeping... But... I don't know. Because it seemed like if she specifically did fun things with the kids, it seems like she knew it right. was... Her, like, time was coming to... Yeah. I don't know. I think, like, some people just get, like, a sense even. Like, they make weird preparations. You know, like, they just kind of, like, have, like, this sense that you're, you know, like, that you're not going to be around. 
What in the fuck? If I had that sense and I'm out with my kids, I would just run away. I wouldn't go home at all. Yeah, but I guess like like in social considerations, like a woman fleeing with like four kids, um, it's just like putting it's like putting a um, target on yourself. You might as well just get murdered. Yeah. No, I, mean, I don't know. Times, I don't. I don't know that. It, like, it's just not easy to just like end up like, especially if you. I don't know if you don't want to like lose your kids and you're trying to protect the whole thing and then you try to like go on your own. Yeah. It's like you're in a very vulnerable state of just kids getting, you know, taken away and. Dude, those poor uh, women. Like, I I feel like I know. I know women still who think that they're trapped in relationships. I mean, I've thought that before. And that, like, they... But can you imagine women women back then? Like... No. They were completely, 100% like dependent, dependent yeah. on mm-hmm. that person for everything. And, like... Yeah, nobody's going to accept you wanting to, like, leave your husband. You made vows, better or worse. Or, yeah. You know, fuck that. Well, and also, that. like, a lot of, like, husbands who were brought up in that, also that mentality that they, like, control everything, like, the finances. And, like, yeah, even if you wanted to, like, somehow get $50 to put in your gas tank to, like, Wrong. drive away, you don't even have access to any of that. Uh, yeah, that's so scary. You know? I don't know. Like, sometimes, sometimes for people, like, there really is, like, not, especially if other family members and friends are, and then you were, like, cut off from any kind of, like, you can't just be, like, uh-huh. um, you know, call up your pal so-and-so and be, like, hey, you know, like, can you loan me blah, blah, blah. You know, it's just, like, this weird intertwined things a lot of times with, like, people that are that controlling about another person's life and not letting them get away. Yeah. Um, they make it to where, like, they don't have any access to any kind of means of, you know... It's not... I guess it's not easy to just... If you don't have a backup plan or, you know, money saved on, like, that you're... And, like, sometimes, like, for, I guess, somebody that is trying to have financial control over somebody that they discover that they have, like, some squirrel hole of money... Yeah. You know, like that's putting them in danger because then they realize that that person's trying to leave them. And I don't know, just like, there's so many different scenarios. Right. I know. But I'm sure it's just like a lot harder when women had absolutely like zero rights whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, there's so many places in the world still where they have zero. Right. Yeah, exactly. I guess that's like, yeah, kind of like a. Just uh, on the United States, most guys like in scenarios, but no, for sure, like other countries are well anywhere. You know, it's like um, like communities, like religious, like kind of communities. Sometimes, you know, yes. women are inferior. Yeah. So it um it cracks me up watching like um ninety day fiance and stuff uh-huh. when these women will move to Middle Eastern countries mm-hmm. because they're dating Muslim mm-hmm. men. Yeah. And then they're like, 
like, hey, you can't dress like that here. Yeah. Like, excuse me? You're not going to tell me what to do. It's like, (laughs) sweetheart, did you not even? Yeah. It's like they don't even research the country before they move there. Right. They've moved, and they're like, like, no, you you actually can't, you cannot walk around like that. They, yeah. Wait. You can get your head chopped off. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, I'm going to temporarily press pause to go, you know, to El Baño. Okay. Um, oh no. You don't have to press pause. You yeah, no, I know. I wasn't, it wasn't a literal pause, but. Gotcha, uh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. I was going to stick this thing in my eye and paint it pink. Is there a bunch of them in there, or is it just. Oh, yeah. Four I... pairs of an eye treatment. Can I slap this on my eye? Do it. Treat those eyes. Man. I used to be so good at this. <gasps> whole town I mean we've all been there yeah. <sighs> sink or swim bud Frank or swim multitask can't get overwhelmed by the fact there's like 10 people staring at you it's only been like five years since I've did my whole really insane tattooing myself all the time thing. Yeah. And man, my body hurts so much worse now. Oh, yeah. Can't bend. I'm just so excited for the Barbara Zambelli tattoo. Yes. I know I keep mentioning that, but. Yeah, I need to find like a good place that I can reach easily. Like maybe like it needs to be like here or something. So I can really do a good job. Um. Are you still sleepy? You look beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I like had one of these, I put one of these things on and it was like half on top of my head protection. Your eye mask. My eye mask. It was over your turban. Ugh. Head. Yeah. Oh my God. 
have you done to your body? Body. Great balls of fire. If you could choose the way you died, mm -hmm. what would you choose? Um, well, I mean, I think that, like, right, the basic bitch, um, sleeping, just like mm -hmm. nighty bird into like not waking up, yeah. but just sounds so pleasant. But I mean, I know it's not really like you don't really get to. Pick and choose that, but if I was just like, I guess if I was in some kind of constant state of agony where my body was like some degenerative disease, like kind of like that I was talking about, my mom's friend Paula having a Lou Gehrig's. Yes. And it was just like agony, and you knew that you were eventually just going to suffocate to death. It's like everything just like, and also that other one that's called, um, scleroderma like where it's like uh considered like the st uh, the statue disease because everything oh. calcifies like all your organs calcify and harden within you and like your skin starts hardening but you end up again like suffocating oh. and dying oh my god because your like, lungs just start hardening and That's so scary yeah like if that was going to happen to me if yeah. i knew that was going to happen to me I'm sorry, but I am not yeah. a person as opposed to going to, like, Jack of Orkian. Yeah. Um, Sweden or wherever someone is going to, like, humanely euthanize me. Yes. Absolutely. And my friends and family can see me go peacefully and not, like, you know. Screaming. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, dude. I didn't even know that was a thing that's so scary. Oh, God. It is really scary. There's so many things that can kill you. But, Yeah. Nothing that would be, like, I don't want anyone to have to, like, like witness or watch me, like, dying in some kind of, like, a very dramatic, like, painful way. I just want, you know, because I feel like that's, like, a burden to put on people when their final thoughts of you or you, you know. I know you don't, again, get to pick and choose. Yeah, I know. But, like, the last images of you, like, that you leave people with are just, like, of you being just, like, this devastating, you know, like, choking up blood or, you know, like, not recognizing people and, like, thinking that they're coming to attack you or, you know what I mean? Dude, my my Indian grandma, mm -hmm. yes, that's where she went, where she... Pretty shortly before before she died, mm -hmm. she went all the way to Clown Town. Oh, no. And um, my grandpa, her son, was, mm -hmm. like, trying to talk to, like, talk to her and stuff and, like, get her to calm down. And she was just like, who are you? Get away from me. I don't know who you are. Just, oh, like, no. yeah. freaking the fuck out. And he's like, I'm your son. I'm your son. You know, like, she just uh, was... Yeah. Not all there. And that's, like, um, not not fun. It's not no. fun for anybody. No. Yeah. I think if I knew I was going to go mm -hmm. like that. Man, I don't know. 
Well, like, yeah, I mean, it's not like a pleasant thing to think yeah, about that's quite, all the way through. But okay, so maybe like some cardiac arrest, which I know sounds painful too, because it seems or it looks like it would be painful when you see somebody like grabbing their chest and like, oh, ah, ah, you know. Yeah. But it it also doesn't seem like it's like. I mean, it's so boring though. Could it be like I don't know. I'm gonna go out like. I do. I want to be old, of course. I want to mm-hmm. be very old. But what I'm thinking is like, if I outlive Patrick, mm-hmm. if he passes, God forbid, before me, mm. I'm just gonna like drag my eighty-year-old ass somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, get as many drugs as I can. Yeah. Do them all. And then go ride my motorcycle, like, off of a cliff into the ocean. Oh. Well, that sounds, like, pretty badass. If I got to choose. Yeah. But I don't want to outlive Patrick. So yeah, that's I don't not... want to outlive Kenny. I don't want to outlive my, um... I don't want to outlive my child. I don't I don't really think I want to outlive anyone <laughs> that's like left yeah in my life. No, because that's the painful part. Yeah. Dying's not not the scary part. Mhm. It's who you leave behind. Yeah. And what they have to deal with. Right. That's what hurts. Yeah. Fucking sucks. That's why I was like lecturing <coughs> this young woman mm-hmm. um, in a motorcycle group that I'm in. A ladies, yeah. ladies motorcycle group. Because she was talking about how her boyfriend and all of his friends um, love to drink and ride their motorcycles. Mm. That's their thing. Damn, that sounds scary. Oh, yeah. And they they do it all the time, apparently. Oh, wow. Well, her boyfriend's best friend just crashed and, like, broke a bunch of ribs, a whole bunch of bones, like, you know, deflated lungs, de- you know, like, yeah. huge, crazy, tons and tons of damage. But he's alive. Yeah. But, like, um... That sounds like a life of pain, though. No kidding. But her boyfriend is still drinking and riding a motorcycle. Jeez. And she's, like... You know, she talks about... She was talking about how she never, ever, ever does it and would never. But she doesn't feel like it's her choice to make for someone else when it's their body and they're endangering themselves. Mm -hmm. She doesn't feel like it's her choice to make for him. And I said... That's not your choice to make for him, but it's your choice if you decide to, like, put up with it. Right. Because guess what happens when he dies? Mm-hmm. You're the one left mourning him. Yeah. He's dead and gone. He doesn't care. Right. 
It doesn't affect him if he's dead. Right, right. It only hurts you. Yeah. So it is your business. Mm-hmm. Damn. That's nuts. And she agreed with me, so. <laughs> yeah. But don't... Dude, I'm like... I'm so uh, paranoid about riding my motorcycle if I feel... If I feel, like, tired mm-hmm. or, like, a little bit hazy or, you know, any, if I'm just not feeling quite right. Yeah. No fucking way I'm getting on it. Yeah. Um, well, I cannot you imagine have that. Yeah. getting on it while under the influence. Well, yeah. Like, I tried to ride a bicycle down the road one time because I thought it was, like, the safer option than obviously driving a car. But, like, the bicycle was just, like, I kept, I was, like, trying to stay in, like, the middle of the road, which obviously is also not a good idea. <laughs> but I was just, like, weaving back oh and forth. Oh, my God. I thought that was so entertaining to watch. Oh, yeah. Because one of my neighbors saw me, like, coming down the road. They're, like, I saw mm-hmm. you coming down because there was, like, stop, you know, street lights or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was just, they were, like, I couldn't figure, I couldn't make out who that was or what was going on. But they also kept seeing me fall. Like, I kept falling. And it was, like, old, like, 1960s, like, heavy-duty Schwinn. Yeah. And just, like, the heavy metal ones. And it was, like, falling on my body. And I kept hitting the ground on my back. I really fucked my back up. It's, like, when I had to go to physical therapy, like, the first time. What? From being drunk on a bicycle? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah, because everything was, like, yeah, I just kept falling and just, like, falling flat on my back and just, like, hitting the ground really hard or like falling on my side and like falling in the gutter and falling on the it was just a bad idea but I can't imagine like something that had like a motor yeah it's so fucking dangerous yeah it is right and heavier than a bike like a bicycle yeah if you ride motorcycles don't be stupid don't wear a helmet yeah don't be stupid. I don't know, it's like somebody living on the edge. I know, but like adrenaline junkie people who are just like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go down and play Scory. Like, that's great. Uh, Think about how your friends and family feel when you're dead. Yeah. Don't be stupid. Um. This is who we are. So old. What? <coughs> like I said, I feel like we are so old. We are. Listen, kids. Don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. Don't do drugs until you're 85. Remember our first episode? Don't do drugs. We're not advocating the use of drugs. Oh, yeah. I don't know why we're talking about... And now we're like, look at our new bong. I don't know why we're talking about diarrhea so much. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Well, my ship to Nighty Bear is sailing off. Is coming sooner versus later. Yeah, I'm ready to give up on this fucking tattoo. It looks so bad. Well, I'm gonna have Patrick fix it. He'll do it. Either. Oh, I like it. No, it's not. Why? Because I just got to make all, all the lines thicker. Anyway. Well, let's let Megan go nighty bear. Megan needs to go nighty bear. You look amazing. I miss my creature, but I also know that he is not going to be, like, 
mashing my body with his body on top of my body and he's also not going to be pushing my body off the edge yeah enjoy it enjoy your peace I just hope he doesn't cause problems me too but I mean he should be asleep I hope so he's just curled up with merm I mean, where else would he be? Because he's, he's high maintenance, like he has to sleep on like total comfort. I don't hear him. I don't hear him. All right, well, let's let Megan get her booty sleep. Let's see. Um... Let me help you sleep. Let me do that ASMR. Do you like ASMR, Megan? What? What? Do you like ASMR? Oh. To I, sleep. I don't know how that goes. I like... It's so scary. Patrick Patrick will listen. He'll put headphones in at night and he'll find on YouTube. Mm -hmm. ASMR is just like people whispering shit. They're just like talking very gently. And it's so fucking creepy sounds really creepy i couldn't no i can't i can't have people whispering in my ears no like subliminal messages and stuff who knows yeah who it's knows because like, you're asleep yeah it's blowing your subconscious you could be like learning how to do really weird shit that somebody probably stays awake and watches and makes sure somebody does no. anyway okay um my smr asmr is murder i know me too peter thomas uh, excuse me um just remember that it could always always be worse it could always be worse you you could be murdered yeah don't or just you don't. could ride your motorcycle drunk and break a ton of your bones and cause your family and loved ones to have to take care of your sorry ass when you're laying in a full body cast and you can't even wash your own Ball sacks. <sighs> oh God! You could, you know, have a lot of really bad tattoos like me, because you keep trying to give them to yourself. Mm. Anyway, yeah, it could always be worse, and we will see you next Tuesday. Tuesday. Nighty bears. Nighty night bear. Mine. Bye-bye. Sorry, you had to push stop for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
use our promo code and get yourself something cute. Yeah, or something cute for somebody you love. Let's do it. Uh, let's do it. <laughs> okay. okay. Bye. Bye bye. Ring, ring. Hello? Cherish, you're not gonna believe this. <gasps> what? You know how I normally struggle with the D? Yeah. Diarrhea. Oh yeah. Um, well, you're not, you're not gonna believe this. Uh, today, I strangely had a very rare occurrence of something known as the C. Constipation. Oh no. <laughs> Have you ever heard about colon broom? Colon broom? No. It cleanses your colon and helps create regular bowel movements, improving digestion and your gut health. Holy mackerel. Does it help your weight goals become easy to reach? And is it keto and fasting friendly? Yes, it is. Whoa. And if you use promo code WORSTDAY10, you can get $10 off and free shipping. No way. Way. Whoa. You should probably get yourself some colon broom and fix that C problem you've got. I agree. Okay, uh, thanks. Bye-bye.